This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Yes, it is. Good evening and happy Easter to you. My name is Vinnie White and you join me for a one hour long hot cup of expert journalism diluted heavily with amateurism. You can text the show on 71010 or you can call us on 416-872-1010. Uh, he said in the question format, because I have been off for a whole week and I've forgotten, but yes, that is it. 416-872-1010. Pat's the producer. Hello, mate. Hey. Word to your mother. And um, how are you? Is everyone okay? Absolutely. Excellent. Dear listener, how are you? Text me, 71010. Let me know. Have you had a good weekend so far? All that kind of ting. It's been a weird week, isn't it? We've clearly got the most intellectually challenged administration in US history. Uh, Spicer, Sean Spicer, making the worst statement I think anyone's ever made. (laughs) Uh, If you can't remember it, it's... uh, I don't know if I'm more offended by the fact that he thought that Hitler didn't use chemical weapons or that he went on to make an egg pun. So, yeah, you probably didn't know that bit. That, I think, is the really harrowing issue here. He made an egg pun. Here's the audio uh, that we are familiar with, and then I'm going to fast-forward a little bit so you can hear the egg pun. You, you look, we didn't use chemical weapons in World War Two. You know, you had a, you know, someone as despicable as Hitler who didn't even sink to the, to the, to using chemical weapons. A little bit later, this happened. Uh, with respect to the Easter egg roll, uh, it's a huge topic. I appreciate that. Uh, um, I, I think we're going to have an excellent time. Uh, oh, come on. You can't ask the question and not get the answer. Uh, I won't eat at Expectation, the Canadian, possibly American chain, because of egg puns. It's just, like, they, you know, like, I think it was Ricky Gervais says, puns are short for punch them in the face because they're not funny. Egg puns. Oh, that's the lowest of the low. Just below fish puns. Which I would never do, even for the halibut. Hey! Whoa. Last week, I did uh, probably about 10 minutes on the Pepsi ad as the most harrowing uh, mess up of all time. Well, that soon fell by the wayside, thanks to United Airlines. And I bring you new news today on Sunday. United Airlines is changing its policy on giving staff last-minute seats on full flights after, you know, what happened. If you didn't catch it, it was the man that was dragged screaming from an overbooked plane. The airline said that in future, crew members would be allocated seats at least an hour before departures, meaning that this incident should never happen again. It comes after passenger Dr David Dow... Uh, lost two front teeth and suffered a broken nose when he was forcibly removed from a flight last Sunday. United Airlines said the move was aimed at improving its customer services. Yeah, good idea. Uh, The incident involving Dr Dow uh, caused outrage and widespread condemnation of the airline after shocking footage was shared and watched by millions of people online. His daughter, Crystal Dow Pepper, so I guess she's gone double barrel, Crystal Dow Pepper. She must have married Mr Pepper. If she becomes a doctor, she'll be Dr Pepper. Um, She said that she was uh, sickened by what had happened. Uh, There has been an online competition to come up with a new slogan for United. Some of the entrants so far. Board as a doctor, leave as a patient. United. 
Uh, someone else said, United, you carry on, we carry you off. United, tell us your safe word at check-in. Um, and I think my favourite new slogan for United Airline, if we can't seat you, we'll certainly beat you. United now has business, economy and fight club. PR ding dong. Text so far. Ah, oh, Vinny man. Thank you for being with us tonight. I hope you had a good Easter weekend. Yeah, I did. Oh, I got a bit drunk last night. There's a beer for sale here. And um, I didn't know that it was seven point something. You ever tried a bone shaker, Pat? I think I may have tasted it. I don't think I've... I don't... You know, not my kind of drink. Sweet Lord. Yeah. Went out dancing about last night because I'm a young, hoovy, uh, groovy hipster type dude. I went to, um, what's it called? The Hideout. It used to be on Queen. It's moved up to college now. And there was a live band on. Oh, well, there was a live band on. I felt so sorry for them because the hockey game went into overtime. They were just playing behind a screen that had come down in front of them, like between the hockey breaks. It's a nightmare gig. <laughs> You could see they were like, oh, just someone score. Anyway, um, I was drinking Bone Shaker, which I now know is seven point something. I was off my face. It's like malt liquor, isn't it? Or like a mead or some kind of heavy beer? Yeah, it's an IPA. Yeah. But it's got a punch. I see what they call it, Bone Shaker. I f that's what I feel like today. Unbelievable. So forgive me if I'm not quite there. But uh, yeah, I've had a great weekend. Uh, this week, Donald Trump, a man as predictable as a drunk roulette wheel, uh, continued his newfound love of dropping bombs on countries he said he wouldn't drop bombs on. Uh, this week, he dropped the mother of all bombs, which has to be the most American name for a bomb ever. America! Yeah! Um, he dropped that one on uh, Afghanistan, a country he's previously said he wouldn't bomb. After the attacks, the US government posted online, do you support Trump and his missile launch? Now, this is a bit weird, because... This wasn't a very reported on story. But if you went to the GOP's website, the question again, do you support Trump's missile launch? The only way to vote yes or no was to fill out a form giving your name and email address. This after last month's false claim that Obama was wiretapped, which uh, Trump used as an online tool for fundraising by doing the same things. It's just getting a spam list for the GOP. What will the Republicans post next online? There's a kind of meeting here of war and social media colliding. So uh, who knows what's coming next? Maybe 500 likes and we'll launch more missiles. You know, like this for another missile. Maybe uh, they'll post, retweet Trump is making America great again and we'll uh, nuke North Korea and make America even better. Send pictures of yourself photoshopped into Trump's half-empty victory parade and we will sell arms to the country of your choice. Exclude some parts of the Middle East. Conditions apply. Anyway, since the US bomb on Syria, uh, Syria's airbase last week, Syrians have been changing their profile images online to Donald Trump's picture. Who knew? Yeah, thousands on thousands of Syrians have changed their pictures to Donald Trump's picture in a sign of thanks for his actions. I honestly just said that. Syrians changing their picture to Donald Trump. News has never been this weird, has it? Tune in next week to discover that Polish people are changing their pictures to Idi Amin. And that people in Fiji are changing their pictures to Aung San Suu Kyi. It doesn't make sense. What was the other audio that we were going to play? 
Trump uh, talking about what's going to be going on in North Korea. Oh, yeah. And his uh, new dictionary definition of the word alone. Look, listen, listen to what he says here. Uh, he's talking about the Chinese president, right? And just, just pay particular attention to Trump's definition of alone. I don't know Putin, but I do know this gentleman. I've spent a lot of time with him over the last two days, and uh, he is the president of China. You were there. Most of you were there. And it was quite an interesting period of time. Uh, President Xi wants to do the right thing. We had a very good uh, bonding. I think we had a very good chemistry together. I think he wants to help us with North Korea. We talk trade. We talk a lot of things. And I said, the way you're going to make a good trade deal is to help us with North Korea. Otherwise, we're just going to go it alone. That'll be all right, too. But going it alone means going it with lots of other nations. But I was very impressed with President Xi. And I think he means well, and I think he wants to help. We'll see whether or not he does. Pat, if I told you I was going to the pub later alone, would you think that I was going with a group of people? Uh, as long as Vinny White is not a member of a, you know, a trilateral defense uh, protectorate, mm. then yes, I'd assume you were going alone. Otherwise, we're just going to go it alone. That'll be all right, too. But going it alone means going it with lots of other nations. So if I said to you the sentence, I'm going to the pub now alone, would you say, are you going with nations of the UN, though? Or with NATO? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I wouldn't assume to ask that. World Health Organization? No, no, don't think so. Red Cross, no. (laughs) Otherwise, we're just going to go it alone. That'll be all right, too. But going it alone means going it with lots of other nations. Yeah, so you didn't mean alone is... uh... But the thing is, you can't be wrong. That's a thing. So if if words come out of his mouth, which they frequently do, and uh, they almost never make sense, he can't say... Hang on, back that up a bit. It's the Sean Spicer syndrome, isn't it? Anywho, what can you do? Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about an 86-year-old woman that's been arrested for spray-painting a billboard. I love her. Bit too late for her babies, but if she was fertile, I would have her babies. That got weird. Let's come back. You're tuned in to The Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. If you like this nonsense then you can download it and take it with you wherever you like at vinniewhite.co.uk vinniewhite.co.uk for subscription to the podcast so i can blabber on in your ears all week an 86 year old woman has been arrested after spray painting on a billboard surrounding the swiss national bank in bern switzerland yeah she's part of a pacifist group for a switzerland without an army and they've recently launched an initiative hoping to ban Swiss funding going to any company that produces arms, including, apparently, the Swiss National Bank. Louise Schneider, again, 86, decided to mark the launch of the initiative by spray-painting Money for Weapons Kills on a billboard surrounding the bank as it undergoes renovations. And then she was arrested. She didn't have a hoodie on. She went old school. Louise Schneider uh, was released unharmed after the incident. Schneider is the group's oldest activist at 86, nearly 87. 
She said, I'd do it again right away because the National Bank invests in the arms business and that must finally stop. Legend. I love people like that. I love old people that are vigilantes. Renegades. Yeah. I think there should be more of it. Like, I think the Fast and Furious movie thing that's on, what, number 262 now? That should just be full of 86-year-olds. It would be way better. You could call it quite fast and mildly furious or, you know, nippy and irritated with a blue rinse. What I'm saying is, big ups. You got a grandmother, Pat? Absolutely. Is she a bit of a rebel? No, not really. Lovely, sweet saint on earth, I would say, my grandmother. Mm. I never liked mine. Really? No longer with us. I wasn't a big fan of one of mine. No. Which one? Father's side. Mm. You can't pick him, can you? No, exactly. You love him. You don't have to like him. Yeah. She was really old and proper, and she was from the north of England. I think I resented her because we lived in the south of England, and we had to get on a train for nine hours to get to Yorkshire to visit her, which was quite, you know... I liked trains when I was a kid, but I didn't want to be on one for nine hours. And then you get there, and she was one of those women, because she was from a different generation, she thought nine-year-olds should act a bit like 45-year-olds. Mm. You know what I mean? So if you're playing with a train or a, a car on the floor, she'd be like, why wouldn't you be making a cup of tea? Because um, I'm nine? Or, or writing a book or something yeah. like that, or reading the exactly. paper. She's like, oh, you're so childish. I think I'm allowed to be. After a nine-hour train ride, I, 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 my relationship with my grandparents that I liked was strained because I had to spend an hour in church on Sundays with them. Oh, that's not If good. I had a nine-hour drive, that'd be terrible. I'd have I, never seen them. I had to spend an hour in church because my mum said that I should go before I realised that the whole thing's a giant fabrication. No, I did the same thing. And um, I think it'd be easier now because you'd probably pop a headphone in and listen to a podcast, wouldn't you? But in those days, that technology didn't exist. You couldn't pull out a CD man... And one of those massive sets of headphones. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and you'd also have to, you'd still have to be sneaky about it. Yeah. I don't know how easy they've got it nowadays, do they, mate? No. Kids. Houses, giving them away. Placerville, California. I've never been, but uh, a new story out of there this week. Well, another rebel, probably a younger one, we think, this time. Not an 86-year-old. Uh, fed up with potholes in his road. Uh, a child, or a youth... Uh, apparently was seen spray-painting what are our taxes for on the road in massive letters and then next to a pothole, giant penis. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's pixelated on the news, um, so I'm not sure what the penis looks like, although one would like to think that it's going into the hole. Yeah, that would have been creative. Yeah, like half a penis. But uh, he did spray-paint a penis on the road Best quote ever from a female resident, uh, interviewed by Fox News in Placerville, California. The potholes have been here for a long time, said Virginia Gabeck. But the penis, that was just put there last night. <laughs> <laughs> she went on to say, I know that because I think I would have seen it before. Wow. She's got, she's got a sense of humour, isn't yeah. she, that one? 
Surprised she's not on, doing stand-up. Gotta love news streeters. Yeah, they're always they're always the same, aren't they? Like anyone, there should just be a you know a recorded box. Uh, we didn't think he had it in him. He always seemed like such a nice guy. I hadn't noticed it before. I was out walking my dogs. That's all they ever say. Yeah, here's someone in close proximity to something that happened who's giving you no extra exactly. information. <laughs> and they're always a surprise as, as a newsreader. Yeah, John had a cannabis factory in his basement. Well, I would never have known that. Yeah, then but, why are we talking? Exactly. I'm longing for the day they go, John, of course he did. I was around there every week buying bags of the stuff. Yeah, well, I've made a fortune yeah, off Yeah, I made it. a killing. He used to go down to the home hardware, come back with all these light racks. You people are idiots. He's been doing it for years. Never happens. Anyway, the penises... Um... <laughs> right, so the Fox News got involved and uh, asked the city for a comment. The city said, sorry, What? And they were like, uh, there's a penis drawn on the road. So they uh, like, <laughs> they sent out a work crew to spray paint over the penis. The pothole's still there. I think this kid might have had a point. Yeah. What are these people's taxes being spent on? The suspect said, they're penalising me for being poor. I had to k- fix my car. And I'll tell you why he doesn't say this, but it said in the report, apparently he drove over the pothole and his plate fell off. Then the police stopped him. And said, you haven't got a front licence plate, and gave him a fine. Sue the city. Yeah. Well, the penises are great, aren't they? Yeah, he kind of maybe salted his uh, moral high ground uh, with the juvenile property damage, but he, I, I still think he's absolutely in the right. Legend. Yeah, he's got a good point. That Swiss bank, maybe she should have popped a couple of penises on them as well. I'm not, I'm not as 100% behind that one. I think if it's true, and I think it is, that the Swiss bank is uh, contributing to the Swiss manufacture of arms for sale in countries that go on to create wars, I think she's got a point. A little bit. It's a business, though. Mate, don't knock her. She's cute. No, I think it's brilliant, actually, brilliant that old people, like you said, that when old people do that, because in reality, they're almost never going to get... Any kind of real yeah. punishment. And they're always like, what are you going to do? Exactly. They don't even care. They'll no. bring on jail time, but everyone's just like, ah, we'll, well, we'll give no you a criminal record. You won't be able to travel. I'm 86. Exactly. I'm fine. Going to the supermarket's a pain in the ass. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to come back with Amanda Capito. She is our resident news junkie slash my buddy that comes in for a chat and uh, adds a female Canadian voice to the nitter natter of this English gubbins. Back in a bit. This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. It's about that time when my old bud, my old fella, my lad, my old fruit, my old mucker. My old, me, me old what? Me old, M- mucker? Me old mucker. What is that? It's a London expression for friend. Okay. Come here, me old mugger. Oh, mugger? Mucker. Mucker. Yeah. Okay. Should we do a whole segment on this? <laughs> we could. <laughs> you also called me a fruit, so that's interesting as yeah, well. Yeah, male fruit. It's a term of endearment. Is it? Yeah, anyway. Or am I mushy and brown? You're gooey inside. <laughs> this is bad. And you do have a banana outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so it sort of works, me old fruit. If you were a fruit, you'd be a soft and supple peach. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll take that. Yeah, well, maybe a nectarine, because you haven't got a beard. Okay. Anyway, her name's Amanda Capito. She's here, and um, as you can probably already tell, we have a little bit of an unscripted, free-flowing 
banter bus chat. Um, I went snowboarding a couple of weeks ago. Love snowboarding. The week before last, and I went out west very briefly. I didn't mention it last week, but um, yeah, I went out for a couple of days. My mate's a pilot, and he gets cheap flights. Amazing. Bonus, isn't it? Okay. So I got to Kelowna for 200 bucks, which is normally about a grand. Yeah, I was going to say 800 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, and then ended up doing a couple of runs, and it's still snowing out there. Really? Yeah, it's weird, Kelowna, because you can play golf in the valley. I guess the mountains. And do the wineries and all that, and and you can go snowboarding. And in, in a sense, you could do it on the same day. So you could go snowboarding in the morning and then around a golf in the afternoon. That's why it's the playground of the rich. Mm. And it's full of hockey players and Ferraris and things. i got to get me out there. Yeah, you'd do all right out there. Mm. You'd pick up, okay, uh, okay. pick up a fella. You might have to... Do you have to drop your standards a bit when you go for a rich guy, you women? I feel like these days I'm dropping my standards no matter what. Just by coming in and having to look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> and pain and suffering and sorrow. Uh, anyway, I went no. out there. No, like, I don't drop my. I would. I would expect the same. Well, you're not shallow, but you, that's why I'm there are shallow. women that, that would do. do. That. I mean, any woman that uses, I can't remember what it's called, GoldDigger.com or something. Is those, that a real thing? Yeah, there's a oh, website. Okay. My mate's on it. Like friend of a friend of a friend. Right. All right. <laughs> and um, he he's on it, and he just like goes out with these very young, beautiful women. He is no oil painting, really. Oh. Well, he's a. Dodgy old Picasso, I suppose. Okay. And um, he takes these ladies out, and they just they just want his money. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do that. But sure. power to those people who choose to do that. Yeah. Great. As well, long like as a, everyone's happy. You like a chat, don't you? Exactly. So you got to be able to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle. You like a nice meal and all the rest of it, but then... I don't even. Yeah, a meal. I could even just go for a hangout. Like, let's go for a walk. Yeah. I'd rather go out with a girl that was a good laugh to a McDonald's than a boring, sexy woman Yeah, that was just, there was nothing going 100%. on. 100%. The worst date I ever had, I was in Ottawa, and um, I got so bored, I was angry. <laughs> There's a fine line, about 25 minutes of me talking, basically doing a radio show to her, but she gave nothing back. So how long did this date last? It was 25 minutes till I got angry. Okay. And I went to the bathroom, and I said to myself, self, when you go back out there, don't say anything. Like, force her to yeah, say like something. Yeah, like, just sit in that silence. And I sat opposite her, and I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> it was excruciating, because she oh, said nothing. Oh, no. And then, it was probably about it was probably about a minute silence, but it felt like ten. She said, you're quiet. Why is it down to me? Oh. You're well, she's quiet, comparing too. based on how you were at yes. the beginning. Well. <laughs> so, wait, total length of time for date? Uh... I'd say we probably got, well, I got drunk in the end. It was the only way through it. So I'd say it probably lasted two hours. Okay, that's, okay. Shortest I've given was one hour. So yeah. I feel like you could have excused yourself, but also you got drunk. I've also used that tactic. Where well, you like, have to, don't you? Well, well, you have to make the decision. Am I dipping at the one hour mark? Because that's, I think, mm. the minimum to be respectful. Or am I just going to go balls to the walls and start taking some exactly. shots and making this a night? Because this is my night now. And then I go, I go into the, I go, so the phases are boredom, anger, and then, <laughs> Inject some booze, a little bit of cruelty. Because <laughs> at that point, I'm like, there's obviously no way we're ever going for a date, so here we go. <laughs> and I'm like, so, do you ever take drugs? <laughs> wow, that's kind of personal. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter now, does it? It's great. <laughs> Are you religious? Oh, I don't think we should talk about that. Well, I'm talking about it. I'm an atheist. Deal with it. All right? You know, know what I mean? I just sort of like turn into this bully. 
Because why not? No. But you have to be nice to people. I feel like there's dating karma. And if you're rude like that, you'll just get screwed on your next date. I did have a bartender once who was, I was sitting at the bar for the, this one of these horrible dates. Mm. And it was one where I chose to get drunk. And the bartender saw how bad it was. Like he was witnessing my pain. And he just started giving me free shots. Oh, he was like, oh, you're dealing He's, with, with Captain this. Douchebag. Yeah. I yeah. better liquor you up, buttercup. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. And I just leaned into it, you know? And I just said, here we go. Yeah. This, this is going to be... But have you ever watched How I Met Your Mother? No. It's, it's done now, but one of the characters has this lemon law theory where he's like, really in the first 10 minutes, especially with online dating, if you're meeting someone for the first time, you know. I'm sure with this person, too, you're referencing. You knew yeah. within the first 10 minutes, like, this is not a thing. Like, there's too quiet. Yeah, but there is something... There's another thing that always freaks me out. That girl, I remember leaving the date thinking that was one of the worst dates I've ever had. Yeah, she thinks it's great. She did. I know, because they don't see it. So it's a character on How I Met Your Mother who has Lemon Law. Yes. Within 10 minutes, you're allowed to go, you know what? Lemon Law, I'm out. <laughs> and it's just like, you gotta, you can just dip on the date and no questions asked. It's been, you know, you can only do it within the first, I think he says 10 or 15 minutes. Is his name Mr. Lemon? No, his name, his name is Barney Stinson. It's Neil Patrick Harris's character. What's, what's it got to do with lemons? I feel like it's, I, I don't quote me on this, but I feel like it was because, you know, like make le- lemonade out of lemons. Like he's trying to make the best out of the situation for everyone. And it's just like, call it, call uh, it what it is and, and get out. And you're allowed to lemon law other people and people like he's trying to make it a thing. And so by the end of the episode, he gets lemon lawed like really early on into a date. No, I think it's from, you know, like when you buy a car and it doesn't work properly, it's a lemon. Oh, is that? Maybe I, that's where it came from. It's probably from, from that. Possibly. As in, you know, this date is you're just a lemon. It's just bad. Yeah. Yeah. So he was so he gets lemon lot in the end and then um So you can say it. Yeah, so you say you have to say so it. So in other words, I'd have come back from the toilet and I'd have gone, Lemon law. L- I'm, I'm calling it. Yeah. And then she can't you know, and it's just like you gotta let it go. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? And like he wanted to start a thing anyway. By the end he gets it he gets lemon lot and he's so happy because he's like started a movement. <laughs> and he's Why like, don't we set up um a, f- a website called getoutofdatefree dot com where you can print your own get out of date free cards. <laughs> And rather than lemon law, you just leave a card when you go to the toilet and, go, and just don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, or you What's get the waitress card? to give it to Yes. You know, I just slip this to, the, yeah, to my table exactly. I'm out and just leave. Uh, blonde, back there. Here's 20 bucks. I'll pay that. Yeah. Slip of this. You keep the tip. It's all We're been orcs. Good yeah. night. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. And then equally, just to paint a more fair picture, I have had dates where I thought it's gone amazingly. And she obviously thinks, oh, my God, that was the worst date ever. Yeah. Because I've been the guy that calls up like, hey, it's a Tuesday. Oh, my God, it's you again. I've never had that reaction. But <laughs> That's really drastic. <laughs> I did have one once where she said um, she, we went salsa dancing mm-hmm. and she didn't drink. And it was quite awkward because, like, to loosen up. You need I've, a I've couple. Always, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I ended up having a few beers and I, I thought it went really well. Mm-hmm. And um, when I phoned her, she goes, yeah. I suppose I could see you again, but there's two things I want to say. First of all, we're never going dancing again. (laughs) So that was that. And also, uh, let's just say right here, right now, this is only ever going to be friends. All right. (laughs) All right, why did we have to do the dancing as well? (laughs) (laughs) Just the one would have done. Wow. I was already out. Wow. Well, I'm all for the honesty. Good for you. Well, I think we can discuss this on air. You have a date tonight, don't you? I do. Do you know? I don't want to jinx it. Is it the first one? It's the first date. Mm. Okay, we won't do names, but let's do uh, personality attributes that you've learned so far. What is it that you uh, that you find appealing about this guy tonight? Well, so he works in advertising, mm. and 
I also really appreciated, we met online or on a dating app. Yep. So he works in advertising, so he's paid to lie, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was more so going to say we could probably like relate over media and yeah. our and our involvement in it, but sure. Yeah. Um, and we met over an app, and I really appreciated that after chatting for a little bit, he was like, "I'm going to call you." And oh, thought, that's good. Yeah. That's bold. Yeah, the, uh, people listening that are in the dating world should heed that advice. Yes. Pick up the bloody phone. Yes. Stop hiding behind text messages. Have a chat. You're going to meet anyway. Right? Like, don't be afraid. And, you know, I get it. Phone calls can be awkward, but just, like, lean right into it. Yeah. Let's do it. So he's like, I'm going to call you. We actually missed each other for, like, days. We kept missing each other, which actually made it funny. Mm. Then finally... After maybe four or five days of trying to connect, and I'd call him back, and we didn't pick up. And your car would text him. It, my car would text him. Mm-hmm. He thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was cringeworthy. So For this was actually tuned in. If you text Amanda and she's driving, her <laughs> phone texts back and says, "I'm driving, sent from my car." And I can't shut it off. It's yeah. like just. It's, it's amazing. I've 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 camped out on the side of the highway <laughs> with um, one of those tire flattening devices. <laughs> In a bed to stop her because it drives me that mental. I've actually hired a hitman to take you down. <laughs> it's really bad. I know it's annoying. Um, anyway, especially because so you, you always get me at the worst times. You just get me every time yeah, when I'm driving. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. So you had a bit of communication. And so then finally uh, we had a phone chat a couple of days ago and we just really had good banter. And I think that is already rare. Like the odds are it's going to be an awkward conversation, yet... Maybe it was, well, my texts, my car text actually was like one of the things that broke the ice. He's oh, like, beautiful. oh, so you're not driving. Like, he thought it was great. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yes, because there's a whole conversation now where the machines she are taking over. I'm like, I can't oh. customize the message. I'm so annoyed by it. He's yeah. like, what car do you have? Oh, my God. And so we God. started talking about my mission on trying to find out the perfect car. Your car may well have Been- you get married. <laughs> <laughs> it was my wingman without knowing it. Yeah. It's there for you. What is it, a Kia, isn't it? It's a Nissan. Oh, is it? It's a Nissan. Um, okay, so he he phoned. He seems to have some balls. Yep. And, and he works good in advertising. Has he got any kids? Not that I know of. Animals? I would. I I don't know, but I hope so. Did he see a picture of your rabbit and say, oh, isn't it cute, etc.? He did see a picture of my rabbit, my bunny sniffles, uh, but we did not address. We did not. Ex- did you just give a shout out to your bunny on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sniffles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I'm so confident that your rabbit doesn't understand that I'm going to go ahead and say this. I hope you die on a carrot. No! He doesn't, he doesn't know! Oh, my, knock on wood. Look, no, I'm, don't knock on wood. If that's, isn't that means it will come no, true. No, I don't want it to come true. Sorry, or, sorry I just don't want to jinx it. Sniffles, on the massive chance that you've managed to organise turning on the radio, sure understand your owner's voice, interpret an English accent, and know what the death by carrot means, I'm oh. sorry I hurt your little sniffly feelings. Oh. He's just, he's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> he so, does answer to his name. He like, he, he knows. But this guy likes rabbits, does he? I don't know. We're going to find out tonight. Mm. At what point do I have to bring up that I have a rabbit? <laughs> well, if he doesn't like it, I think you should play the lemon law. Oh, no. Because if he says, oh, I hate animals, you've got, you're out anyway, aren't you? Mm. I would want to know the reason why. I'd be open to why such hate towards animals. Mm. But that's just a bold statement. No one hates all animals. Does anyone out there actually hate all animals? I don't know. Text in if you hate animals. <laughs> I did a call in when I was covering Jim Richards once, and we were talking about um, dogs in parks. And, and there was a phone-in woman. She said, I think it's, it's despicable that here in Canada we're only allowed to let our dogs off lead in particular areas. And then someone inevitably phoned in and said, um, well, actually, I think being moderate, there have been 
situations where children have been bitten, so it's probably good to have them in their own fenced area. And everyone was perfectly reasonable, and it was quite a nice phone-in. And then this guy phoned, and he goes, I think they should all be shot. <laughs> and I went, what? Why? And he goes, it was about five years ago, and I tried in, and he called it a dog egg. <laughs> which I believe is an expression for some dog dirt. Oh, no. Because I tried in a dog egg downtown, so <laughs> shoot him. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's a bit so much, isn't it? Aggressive. Yeah, just really a big hatred against them. No, oh. I don't think anyone hates animals. All animals, no. I and, and I feel like not a lot of people hate rabbits, but they might make a joke about turning it into stew or something, but no one's actually like, oh, the rabbits, I hate them. Yeah. Like, you can't hate a rabbit. You can can't. You? you could have envy over its sex life. Yeah. But that's like really only... That's it. You can't hate a rabbit. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, good luck. I suppose we'd better get on with this radio feature. We'll find out um, in our new feature, How Did Amanda's Date oh, Go? God. Next week. <laughs> the and, pressure's uh, on. If you do get married, can I come to the wedding? Yeah, yeah, because it will have all started here. And I'll also invite my car. Good. <laughs> be the weirdest, a... Yeah, weirdest wedding. <laughs> Your car will drive you up the aisle. And no doubt you'll be wearing a wedding dress onesie. <laughs> The dream. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Vinny. Good luck. You're tuned in to The Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. We got to do any um, any more breaks? That's it. Okay, good. It's all me, baby, all the way through till 10. Um, it's quite busy out there. It's got a little vibe going on because some people are off tomorrow so it's got the sort of air of a slight more of a friday night than a sunday night hasn't it got a bit of vibe yeah some people turn into an extra long weekend yeah lucky for them hey pat here yeah. we are slaving making world-class quality radio sorry radio um actually while you're here let's uh hoik you in on yet another impromptu ad for a company that I have no affiliation with. Pat? Yeah? Do you know some people work hard in their businesses and there's one business that I've heard works particularly hard and that's the people at MrPhotoCanvas.com. What do the people at MrPhotoCanvas.com do? Well, some of them make canvas prints. And others just give absolutely spot-on customer satisfaction. Well, MrPhotoCanvas.com sounds like the kind of place I would take my digital prints to be enlarged onto a canvas. I believe you actually did. How I, were they? They were fantastic, actually. That's still an all-time uh, gift I gave to my mother. Excellent. MrPhotoCanvas.com. No affiliation with Vinny, other than the fact I own it. Full disclosure. Um, I asked you, does anyone hate animals? Well, actually, Amanda wanted to know, does anyone hate all animals? And I thought that there was going to be a negative response. I thought most people would say no. Um, someone said, I, I do hate all animals, yes. Uh, someone says, I love animals. So delicious. That's not what I meant. Uh, someone says, rabbit, no wonder she's single. <laughs> That's funny. It is Good a bit. Good thing Amanda's not here. Yeah, I know. She, ironically, on a date that's probably failing as we speak. It is a bit Bridget Jones. I don't know. I like rabbits. I mean, I'm from the country. Uh, there was farms usually had somebody would, t you know, grow, breed some rabbits to sell to kids or whatever. It's a nice little cute pet. If you're on a date with an Amanda-like and she said, I've got a pet rabbit, would you think, that's all right? I would. There's a... I, 
that's not the test, I would say. The real test is for any kind of girl that has those smaller rodent-type animals is if you go to their place, mm. the good ones just say, hey, I got a rabbit, blah, 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 move right. on. The bad ones put it on you. Yeah. They touch you with the animal, with a possum or some kind of... Yeah. I've not had, no and they change that, their voice. Yes. They yeah. talk baby talk. I think the rule is if they've got it as a screensaver on their phone or computer, get out. Yeah, bit bit too much there. They're going to love it more than you anyway. Yeah. And horsey people are a different world, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I grew up right around the corner from a huge horse farm called, like, Prince Lee Acres, which is, I think, well-known in the that community. Very bizarre people. Mm. Very uppity. Very, actually, like, a stereotype of British people from but from like the 1800s, right? The sort of fox hunting type. Yes. Yeah. With those bright red coats and boots up to their knees. Yeah. The people that speak as if they've got a sponge in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Rupert went out. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. We uh, we were uh, just did a spot of hunting, and uh, Rupert said it would be a jolly good idea to pop into the the local tavern. You know, we love a couple of shants with the boys. No, ladies, we don't want those there. And uh, no, we got jolly drunk, and then uh, we shot a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst sort of stereotype from yeah. uh, England, I guess. Um, rabbit is for eating, says someone. It is delicious. Lose the rabbit, says someone else. A lot, a lot of hate. I hate it to go towards a rabbit. Uh, anyway, where was I going to go with that? Uh, I can't remember where I was going with that. Something about Amanda's and rabbits and dates and... yeah. I was going to talk about... Oh, that's it. Yeah, I was going to talk about a date that I had with a woman that was... A, uh, basically, uh, she she had a dog, and it was a little one of those ones that you pop in a handbag, so the warning signs were already there. And she did the whole, come and look at Snoopy. Hello, Snoopy. And Snoopy was a little bastard. It just just pee everywhere. Little dogs are really not generally good dogs. Yeah, and you find a lot of those women... I know this is stereotypical, but I live in the King West area, so trust me on this. I see it every day. They do positive reinforcement when their dogs are out of control. So when the dog pees, they'll go, oh, you've done a little pee, and stroke it. And the dog thinks, oh, that's all right, then I'll just do it whenever. So in other words, what I'm saying is they don't understand a good bit of discipline. All right, let's move on. North Korean hockey players return home without gifts. Ice hockey players representing North Korea in a Women's World Championship tournament in South Korea. Already, they must be tense when they were going there. Returned home this week, leaving behind most of the gifts that were presented to them by their South Korean hosts. The 30-member team returned commemorative key rings and red ginseng boxes given by South Korea. The monetary value of the gifts, probably about $50. It's reported the athletes uh, felt very scared to take them home. Yeah, The girls have another attempt to beat their nemesis in the 2018 Winter Olympics, which are held in South Korea this year. South Korea, uh, or as it will be known by then, the bit they didn't flatten. Uh, North Korea's trip over to the South was not entirely successful either. The the team only managed to finish fourth in the tournament, won by the deadly rivals that are South Korea. Uh, South Korea beat North Korea 3-0 on Thursday. North Korea's state-controlled media, in characteristic style, chose not to cover it. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, they'd only mention it when they win. And I remember when King Jong-il was in, he had a better score on the golf course than Tiger Woods. Yeah. The amount of time Donald Trump spends on the golf course, you'd think he'd be a world champion by now. Uh, 19 trips to Florida golf course so far since January. Get a lot of business done on the golf course. A lot of biz snatch. Uh, 
Did you see the parade of, of weapons that was on show from North Korea this week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, uh, you know, classic sort of socialist uh, display. Yeah, they love that, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Russia had the biggest and best ones. Good I marching. Always, I always feel sorry for people that need a pee because you can't, can you? Oh, there, especially there. I am at, but I've heard they actually uh, give amphetamines to a lot of the guys so they stay alert and attentive and never break sort of posture and all kinds right. of weird stuff like that. It's, everything's a ceremonial kind of exactly, thing. Exactly, because if you go for a pee, you're, well, you're not coming back, are you? Let's be honest. Exactly, yeah. He's tetchy, is yeah. what I'm saying. He does look a bit like Augustus Gloop, though, doesn't he? He looks like a North Korean Augustus Gloop. Like he could get, and he's also the kind of guy who would have his poor, impoverished people build him a chocolate river that he'd get stuck in. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd say, like, you know, a couple of years later, what's all this nonsense about people having to eat grass and no free movement of people in Pyongyang? Rubbish. We've got chocolate rivers. You have. You have. Exactly. (laughs) Right next to the Champagne Rivers. Who could complain? Well, now the Mail Online is reporting that some of those uh, missiles that were being paraded are not definitely, but very probably fake. Yeah, that's the old thing that actually apparently even Russia did, that they a lot of the times yeah. they would manufacture missile shells and missile containers, yeah. have them there. And also that uh, I heard, no, I don't know about North Korea, but the Russians also used to take traditional sort of vehicles and mount sort of stationary old school weaponry on the back to make it look like they had a much more mobile uh, sort of like modern military. Yeah. It's all sort of fake posturing. Well, this silliness. is it. Because I remember it was probably about three or four years ago and there was a shipment of sugar from Cuba that went uh, through the Panama Canal and was on its way to North Korea. And they thought, ah, best have a look underneath it. So they moved thousands of bags of sugar and there was an old Cuban missile underneath. And Cuba's like, oh, yeah, well, you know. Now, when you think about it, that Cuban missile is totally obsolete, right? Oh, yeah. So that's, and they're not even getting through. Like, if you're buying missiles off Cuba, you can't be making your own missiles unless they've really ramped it up in recent years. Yeah, and I wonder about that. I think that there's a big difference between having a bunch of nuclear physicists and they all make one bomb and they test that one bomb and things go great as opposed to having a massive arsenal and being able to fight a war. Yeah. I think they could do one sort of suicide attack, maybe. That's it. But there's no chance of them. Yeah. No real weapons over there. Mm. Not in good shape, at least. You know who's got a massive arsenal? Beyonce. You're kidding. I think it was Arsenal. Oh. Uh, I'll leave you with this. In a somewhat ironic twist of fate, the National Rifle Association, uh, one of their employees has accidentally shot himself while doing firearms training at the organisation's headquarters. The 46-year-old man accidentally discharged his pistol while he was holstering it at the NRA's National Rifle Firearms Museum in Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, The man suffered a minor wound to his lower body and was taken to hospital for treatment. According to the Gun Violence Archive, there have been 552 reported unintentional shootings in 2017. That's about five or six a day. And when you think about it, the average middle-aged person, such as I, pees five or six times a day. So every time you pee, someone in the USA accidentally shoots themselves or someone else. So stop peeing. It's the only solution. 
Always a pleasure, never a chore. It would normally be Dave Eddy now, but unfortunately he didn't feel too well. He did come in and then he went home, so I, I hope he feels better. I think he just felt a bit peaky, but I'm sure he'll be back on fire next time he's on. Uh, I will be back on Tuesday morning and, of course, next week for the usual 9 o'clock Sunday show. Thanks, Pat. Ta-da. Happy Easter, everyone.